Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Hello, welcome to Rich and Allison's super happy fun time. Good evening. I found the music. Well done. It's all sorted. There we go. Don't know what's happened to it. I bet that tune up app deleted it. Yeah, probably. I bet it scanned my iTunes library right. to find don't out what, what was is. wrong. It just went, oh, you don't want that. You don't want that. I can't find that anywhere. And, and thank God. So another week has passed. How are you all doing in the room? Hello. Wooshigans, I like that. That's a little bit what, of a sophisticated What is that track shout. called, by the way? It's called we- Weekend Watchers Theme. There. It's it's a collection of garage band samples. I should I there should be a game <laughs> of reconstruct our theme tunes from their constituent garage band samples and win a prize. That's for the musical geeks out there. Yeah. Reconstruct our theme tunes. I'm not sure how if you could even do that anymore. Do they still have jam packs for Garage Band? I don't know. That used to be a thing. And there were... I, I don't know if they have those anymore. I don't know if I have them or anything or if they include stuff or what. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It's a world of mystery to me. And my microphone is not... That's better. That's, that's so much better. Yeah. Hello, world. I'm ready to face you now. You look... Why do I look? I stumbled straight into a choose your words carefully, <laughs> Mr. Smith, situation. Right, well, let's you summarize. You look like a lady who's recently had a very good time. <laughs> that would be true, yeah. Listen, last week I, I told you all that I was going for a job, and I've been for a job, and, um, and I found out what happened on Wednesday, and I didn't get the job. And um, I got the feedback, and um, and the woman said, "Well, you you did very very well, but we thought you were quite negative because some of the language you used was aggressive." Well, can you uh, can you give me some examples? And she said, "Well, when we asked you about um, discrimination." You said that you challenge it fiercely, and we found that aggressive. There you go. You don't so, want to challenge discrimination. No, I was, fiercely. I was really like, what? I scored full marks. I, I played bullshit bingo with them, and I got all of them. I said all the words that they wanted me to say. I just said a couple that they found aggressive, and um, and I think maybe I just need to go and have a chat with myself about where passion ends and aggression begins because I'm a little confused. I thought I was being passionate, but hey, aggressive, apparently. So I, I was really pissed, actually. And, um, and our friend, my, 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 my buddy Dave, who I've known him for a long, long time now. How long have you known Dave? Um, well, he's, what, he's 31 now, yeah? I don't know. I met him when he was 19, so... Long time. 12, 12 years, probably, yeah. Wow. Because I was asked this particular question last night. Oh, yeah. 
she, she asked me, how long have you known Dave? To which my appropriate response was slightly less as long as I've known Alison. Although I said no. it was correct English. I didn't know Dave before I knew you. Oh, you didn't know Dave before you knew me. So no. I've known Dave for slightly less time than I've known you. Yeah, you've probably known Because I met that. you and then after a little bit, here's my mate Dave. Yeah. So that's, that's what that, but not a long amount of time because that would no. be like. But weird. Dave's the kind of friend who's like, even though there's a quite a significant age gap between us, especially when we first met. I mean, why would, why would a 19 year old want to be hanging around with us? Because we were all of the same age. Me and Tim and all, all that crowd, we were, we were uh, eight years older than him. So 27, 28, maybe. And we couldn't understand how we were getting along with a 19-year-old boy. It just, it shouldn't have worked, but it really did. And we liked the same kind of music, we liked the same kind of parties, and we got festivals and all kinds of things together. He's my beat herder buddy. And, um, and he knew that I needed a bit of cheering up, so he applied the pressure, the, the good friend pressure that says, you're coming out tonight, we're going now. Go get, go get sorted. Go get dressed. We're going out. You, I don't care. You're going out. I'm, I'll sort your ticket. You're going out. And it was one of those. I could have quite easily just stayed at home. Mm. But no. I, I went and it was a fantastic night at the mill in Bradford, which is really grimy. Sounds so rough. <laughs> it's not. Sounds a, so rough. It's just one of these clubs that starts about... 10 but it only really gets going at about one i you you go to place i have such a venue snobbery about me <laughs> this is a mill it's it's obscene how bad i am and i'm getting worse you know and it's it's do you know what it's it's related to the same part of my brain that is is making me drink hard grain liquor <laughs> in, instead of beer i used to be of this let's go and drink 50 alcopops and go to this place in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and dance for nine years. And then I turned 21. <laughs> nine years. And I, I started this slow descent into old age now. And now I'm there. I'm there now. I, I don't want to drink pint after pint after pint anymore. Mm. I don't want to drink something blue. Mm. I drank something blue. What the it. fuck are blue things now? I don't now? know. It's blue flavor. I'm beyond blue things. Um, I appear to, vodka is making a comeback in my life. I mm. never expected that again. But it's, I feel like I'm immune to vodka now. We should try that, Alison. Yeah. Let's test that out. Okay. At okay. some point, we, we should do some experiments with notes. and I'll get a clipboard. Do people still have clipboards or is it all iPads? We're iPad now. All right. Yeah. I need a clipboard. Mm. And so I wouldn't go to the million. You say nightclub in Bradford to me and part of me goes, <gasps> You see, it's not really. It's, internal, it's not really a night. Oh, it's weird. It's more like you're an, not improving it. It's more like an underground house party, but bigger. In an old mill, it's it's, it's rave. It's not a nightclub. As well, it's such. like an overground mill party, as opposed to an no. Some of it house. is. Some of it is underground. So it's underground and overground. Wombling three, yeah, there's actually three floors, but the top floor was shut, so there were just two, the basement and, and the, the floor that you walk in on. So the basement, the ceiling's probably only about 10 feet high, maybe, less than. Okay. 
very warm. The music was, uh, the DJ was headlining, is called A Skills, and he's a, he does breaks. Is Skills spelt with a Z? I believe it's with an S, actually. Right, okay. I don't know. Because I'd expect to see a Z there. But like he's, he's got skills. Skills, bro. Yeah. He's got mad skills. He has as well. Really, really good mixing. Right. But very breaky. And then that sort of went on for about two and a half hours or something like that. And then it turned into dubstep. And upstairs was just full on drum and bass all night. Like really, really heavy drum and bass. So even that's not kind of, it's not what I choose. Like it's not the electronic music that I go, oh, do you know, I really, really want to dance to some dubstep. That's never, ever come out of my mouth. That girl. should never come out of anybody's <laughs> mouth. The only, the only words that should come out of people's mouths relating to dubstep is, oh my God, what the fuck is this crap <laughs> See, he's called dubstep? an old man. I am not an old man. Do you know who I am? I am somebody <laughs> who has spent hours playing an instrument literally until his fingers bleed. <laughs> Several times I have played until my fingers actually bled. And it wasn't a fictional summer of 69. It was probably the late 90s. But I have done that. And I'm, I'm sorry, I have to... I'm going to confess something now, you know. Oh. I still hate DJs. I'm sorry. I feel, I feel bad for coming out like this, really. It's but okay. I, I can't well, do it. It's like what I said last night. I can't do it. I don't, I don't bl- blame you for, for not going. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I cannot stand in a room and suffer music that I really hate. I couldn't have been in that drum and bass room. I, do you know what? I'm going bigger with my statements. I'm, I'm talking DJs. I'm talking just putting records on. It's, I, I want to be in a band again, Alison. It's not putting records on, though, is it? Well, no, You've it's... seen DJs who use three decks and drum machines and do a live yeah. remix in front of your very eyes with just a few bits of kit and many, many records. You've seen that. How does that still not impress you? No bleeding fingers, that's my problem. How do you know? I don't know, really. Do you know, do you know what it is? Knob twiddling still gets your calluses. Do you know what? Not enough. I do a lot of knob twiddling now and there's, there's no problem. Although maybe that's what that mysterious hard skin on the outside of my little finger is. I've yet to find out anything about that. It's, it's weird. Do you know what it is, though? I think what Dave said last night got to me. What did Dave say to you? Do you know you? what he said? What? I didn't know you were in a band. That, that, I know you know he said that. Yeah. But that was like what I'm referring to now. Mm. And that's not his fault. He doesn't know he's getting to me. He's just not knowing I was in a band. Mm. That's, not, that's not a problem. But he didn't know. And you never told him. Well, I, I, it just sort of comes out by osmosis. And now I'm starting to realize, right? Because I stopped for a reason. And now I'm beginning to realize that the reason probably wasn't good enough. So maybe I should do it more. Mm. I thought, right. I think you should do it more. I, I stopped not long after we were like declared the best band in the country. Because it was like, well, I've won at music now. It's done. I've completed that game. Right. When was those that pe- the goal? 
when those people say that you're the best at that thing, then you are the best at that thing. And then it's like, well, I've done that now. Done that. What what see, else for me, do it I have to been, just keep doing the thing? It, I've for done me, the thing. it would have been, well, who do I get to play with then? It doesn't matter because you're the best. So everyone else is thinking, I wonder if I can play with him. You know, you know it's that, that level of thing. And so I just think, I'd done. But clearly... That doesn't matter if no one knows you did that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to do it again. I'm glad about that. I, like, I have never heard you play bass. Never. How can that be? Well, I got distracted by trying to win at podcasting. Well, yeah. And I don't know how I'm doing on that, if I'm honest. I think I'm a, still just a plucky little upstart pisses me off <laughs> but I, I won at music maybe I, should I go back and kick some ass should I do it again I think so it'll make so many people upset you know Nancy said do it <laughs> there you go and Kip says yeah man if it makes you happy go for it you should there'd be no more Craig Bevan albums do you know what he'd hear me and he'd be like oh, I might as well give up then that's what I'm up against. If Richard's playing music again, then I'm done. Will would probably never play. Yeah, no one but... who knew me would ever play again. It'd be like, oh, right now I just look like an idiot. Sorry, but you just don't have Craig's golden boy and gingerburn <laughs> good looks. And, and that, mm. will, that will be mm. one of those things that works to my advantage, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> That would be a bonus, would it not? <laughs> I have no idea. Do you know? I don't know. It's, that's, that's what would happen. And so I'd feel bad for everyone else I knew in the world that mm. was a creative individual who would just pack it in because there'd be no point in, in doing what Is you're doing. Is this what's anymore. stopping you then? I, do, I don't do music out of respect for other people. <laughs> that, that's what it is. You know what, though? You can't really brag about bass until I've heard you. I'm not going to accept any of this braggart behaviour. I've, I've seen you in a video where you're playing with the it's jazz orchestra. It's a shit orchestra. video as well, that. It's a really shit video. I've seen you playing. What I didn't hear was a bass solo. No, you didn't, did you? No, I want to hear you and see you slapping the bass. You, <laughs> you just want to say slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. Yeah, you've got one rusting upstairs and I don't even know whether it's playable or not, but it's, it's a goal of mine to hear you play bass, because I've heard you play keyboard, I've heard that, you can do that. I know I can do that. And you can play organ and stuff like that, you can do that. I know. I've seen you pick up a guitar, <coughs> even though yeah. you don't really play the guitar, but you play the guitar. I can play most things. Then I don't see why you, you don't just do it. Except the blowy ones. I can't play any of the blowy ones. Pick yeah. one. It does, you know, because there's many different sections of blowy ones. Mm. Any of the blowy ones. I never did a blowy one. Mm. But a plucky one and a hitty one. A strummy one. Is that one? Well, I guess. A pressy one. A pressy all one. All those ones. I can, I can do all those. Right, 
but blowy ones. I, I can't claim to have any ability with blowy ones. No. So. I wanted a blowy one. I wanted the saxophone. But there was only one between 300 children. And it wasn't mine. It'd be manky after that. It what would, if you really? were like kid oh, 300 well, and he's just covered it. in spit and dribble? You have to clean it. You want to be kid number one. Then you've had it after it's just been cleaned by kid 300. Yeah. You know, or get your own saxophone. That's, that's the thing. Well, that was the option for kids with married parents who had dual incomes and supported kids playing music. I'd like to that's do... That's what happens there. Yeah. I'd like to do something unusual at this time of the show and really appeal for somebody, anybody, to call in. For any reason, I, I don't care why. I, I just want somebody to call in and be on the show. Because I'll, I'll, I really need to leave the microphone. Oh, do you? As a matter of great urgency, actually. Okay. Uh, and I might have to leave it for a few minutes. And I don't want to strand you here, quite frankly. So don't it would be me. if someone, anybody, would just call in and maybe sort of have a conversation with you for 10 minutes. I, I would really appreciate it. 10 that. whole minutes now. That's, that's maybe, maybe half where we're going with. Oh, half an hour is a bit much. Okay. You know, but uh, that, that's the way it needs to go. I do wonder now if I've expressed too much and they're all sat there thinking, let's see how long you wait. Let's see how long you can but wait. It, I'm, not I'm not fucking calling. I'm not fucking calling. Let's see. Oh. Let's see him. Squ- oh, this is he a great human a being that's come to my rescue. Hello, sir. Hi, ho. Hey, Rick. How you doing? Trying to get the flash player to shut the hell up. Hang on. <laughs> can, can you hear Alison okay there? Yes, I can. That's awesome. Right. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Thank <laughs> you for calling. Uh, oh, speak to you in a second. My pleasure. May may everything go well. <laughs> no idea what's going on. Uh, I'd say it sounds like a lavatorial emergency. I'm to me. going with lavatorial. <laughs> yeah, he's nodding. You know, I think we're on there. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm actually finally recovered from my own lavatorial emergencies as well. Oh, you're not being well, have you? Oh, uh, you know, babies are little walking petri dishes. But yeah, they that, really are, uh, aren't they? And she's found some nasty bugs to bring home lately. Oh, not good. Um, are you familiar with the norovirus? Yes. Okay. Um, imagine one of those, only instead of just tearing you apart for 12 hours and then going away, it lasting about a week. Both ends. Uh, well, the, the nausea wasn't so bad. Uh, it didn't actually get to be both ends, but it was, it was pretty damn close. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, it was like I had booked, an, uh, I, was, I had called the doctor and I tried to get in to see it, like started on Thursday. And yeah. finally on Monday, I'm like, I've got to go to the doctor. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I lost five pounds. Wow. Just, yeah. Oh. And, uh, and so I called the doctor and, and uh, um, thank you, Emma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like they couldn't get me in on Monday. So I'm like, all right, I think I can, I can make it till Tuesday. And it was like, I just needed that last 12 hours. And I was, I was finally okay. But, oh, geez. Horrible. Yeah. It- Feeling any stronger now? Because it's oh, just yeah. awful, isn't it? You just feel so fatigued after all this. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable what it, you know. It's like you think about people that are sick and stuff, mm. and you think about like people that go through cancer and all that, and the chemo and everything. And it's like you know, you have a cold, and you're like, okay, I'm dying, quote yeah. unquote. But you, you you know, you're you're just fine. But all it takes is a little bit of nausea or a little bit of diarrhea, and you're like, oh god, just kill me now. This is death. This is just worse than death. Yeah. I, I remember getting salmonella on holiday, 
It was horrible because we were on a really tiny little island in the north of the Maldives. It was uh, 160 miles to the nearest medic. Oh, shit. (laughs) And we were supposed to have a nurse on our island. And uh, and she'd gone back to England to have her teeth done. So she wasn't around. And then the first day, she was busy too. She wasn't around. And um, and so the, the the option was we'll fly you to the to the doctors, and that'll that'll be just a fortune, and it yeah. might, it might not result in anything. And I knew that the entire island was ill, because there was a huge back trade going in uh, Imodium and things like that, you know. And um, there was a certain order to yeah. certain certain parts of the resort. And you think, yeah, we're all ill. We're all ill. Mm-hmm. And um, tried to modify what I was eating, but um, I just kept reinfecting myself. I'm quite sure. And I got home and I had the test, and it was salmonella. Yeah. And they said, "Well, it's a good job it was this particular strain of it, or you'd have just died." So mm. it's, it's just a good job. And I, I healed up really, really quickly, and it was quite good because I, I wasn't allowed to cook for three weeks, which was great. <laughs> got out of all kinds of things but yeah that that was weird that was weird and i, I wouldn't uh, allow it to stop me from doing things so i starved myself so that i could go scuba diving and see a shark and stuff like that and <laughs> but i didn't lose any weight and i, it, I was just scratching my head why am i not losing weight jesus <laughs> and i figured that it was because i'd been told to drink flat coke and I was yeah. only getting through like four or five <laughs> liters of flat coke a day. Well, that's the thing. It's 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 you know it's like when you're when you're running or sweating. It's all water. You know, you're you're just losing water weight. So yeah. if you're keeping yourself properly hydrated, it's going to come right back. Um, you feeling good? Okay. Uh more or less. Yeah, I still. I st- you know, she brought home some kind of nasty cold bug that's still in my chest. But uh, is she going uh, to um like nursery or? Yeah, we or? exactly. We started her at daycare about a month ago. And uh, <laughs> she's gonna bring everything. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and right now she's covered in little spots. Oh really? Um, yeah, and uh, there, there's a, a. It's called hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh yeah. It's, um, and apparently there have been like five cases of it at her daycare, right. and it's she came home like with a rash. Yeah, and so we took her to the doctor Friday morning, and the doctor checked her out and said, "No, this isn't hand, foot, and mouth disease. It's just." Probably a viral rash will go away in a couple of days, and it's it's mostly gone now. Oh, that's good. Um, but they did find that she had an ear infection while we were there, right. so now she's on antibiotics. Oh shit! I didn't give her antibiotics tonight before she went to sleep. Fuck. Well, she'll right. be awake soon. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Hello. Hey. Hello. Sorry about that. Are you feeling better now? I think I'm being mildly poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> By what? Me? I don't know. I think I've eaten something at some point, and and. I'm now mild food poisoning. Seriously, really? since like 6 a.m. this morning. Really? I've just been not working. Not pizza right. Hut? Maybe. Maybe Pizza mm. Hut poisoned maybe me. Pizza Hut poisoned you. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pizza you know, I, I almost, it's almost a shame that Barger and Sons isn't advertising with y'all anymore. This would be the perfect show for it. I know. It really would. <laughs> We, Barger, we was that sell, it? Uh, oh. bar, yeah, yeah, Barger and Sons. Barger, okay, yeah. We could do it with a maximum capacity, I think, Richard. <laughs> I think we could, really. 
Honestly. It's oh, not like going been... off at Marius's house as well, you know. Have you been having... Norovirus. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. And, oh, and just illness and nastiness. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel of all of this <laughs> illness, Rick? Uh, well... I, I just keep reminding myself that every new bug the baby gets and shares with us, it's one less she will have to deal with later in exactly. life. Exactly. So. It's all antibodies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Collect them CD4 cells. Yay. Yep. Good come. Yep. And and she's she's wonderful. She you know, it I have she has yet to get a cold that has really damaged her spirits at all. Mm. You know, when she gets tired, she gets crankier than usual, but most of the time she's just running around having fun, being silly giggling and stuff through the runny nose and oh she totally grossed me out this uh, no never mind i won't tell Did she blow a bubble well no she was just her nose was running and she was she was itching her nose and she kept going yum because she was sticking her <laughs> finger in her mouth nice and i'm like oh that's really disgusting baby thank you <laughs> oh well she'll be in love for life now <laughs> nice yeah so it's your birthday soon yeah, I'm getting fucking old. Screaming <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, 49 oh, does not make any sense whatsoever. 49, you're lying. It's not true. It can't be. I've seen I, you. You look like a babe. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you true. You haven't seen me when I roll out of bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't see me when I roll in at half past five in the morning after dancing for four hours at 39 years old. It's quite an attractive look, I'll tell you. Just man to man, it's... Uh... Careful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came home, I had a party hat on. Somebody applied a party hat as soon as I arrived, and uh, it was still on my head. I can't believe that. That's never happened before, no. ever. Pictures will no. surface on Facebook soon. There is one of me. I look like I've been on a treadmill for three hours, so... <laughs> I have been living in Florida much longer than being a senior citizen, so bite me. (laughs) (laughs) You were just warming your spot up for the long haul, weren't you? (laughs) Well, they say we're the home of the newlywed and the nearly dead, and I'm something (laughs) between that, so. (laughs) Are you going to do anything fun for your birthday? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, My wife asked me what I want to do, and I said, I don't know. Surprise me. I just don't want to have to cook, so. (laughs) As long as you don't have to cook. You have to save it. Good. I mean, like, if you have too big a blowout for your 49th, maybe your 50th, people won't be bothered. Like, we did a big thing last year. Yeah, yeah, you need to do a big thing next year, don't you, really? Yes, I said I do. <laughs> <laughs> you do? It's a big number. We've got to at least point and laugh at the big numbers. Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing soon. Because the the... The thing is just ridiculous. I, I, I'm going to do my my 40th birthday cake, and I thought about just doing it covered in in laughter, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, because this is ridiculous. I'm not 40. It's stupid. Somebody's lying. Indeed, we've lost indeed. count somewhere. So yeah, at least once every big time, you know, once every 10 years, we need to just point and laugh and go. Well, isn't it ridiculous that I'm this number? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to rejoice that I'm above ground. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, still beating day. Well, I, I do like to say that I think that we, the collective we, our generation, are much younger at our ages than our parents were. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
I, you know what? What uh, what made me realize that was the movie "The Day the Earth Stood Still," the real one, not, mm. not the Keanu Reeves one. Mm. Um, but a few years back, my wife got me the the DVD of of "The Day the Earth Stood Still," and I was listening to Robert Wise's uh, director's commentary, mm. and it was Wise, wasn't it? I believe so. No, I idea. think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, and he, he just it mentioned, he was like, this young man, Michael Rainey, came in to audition for us. And if you look at Rainey in that movie, he looks to be 50. Mm. You know, you figure he's, you know, got to be pushing 50. And he was like 30, 32, something like that when yeah. he played Klaatu. So we're doing better than they did. So I, I think so as well. And, you know, it occurred to me when I was thinking about my mum's 40th. And that, that's what I always reflect on. Like, what was my mum like at my age? And I remember my mum going out for a 40th with a group of ladies that can only be described as filthy frumps, really. <laughs> oh, dear. And they went for a meal and a few ciders and they got her a stripper and that was the most excitement that any of them women had ever had in their lives. And I just think, oh, that's a bit of a contrast to what I'm planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mum wouldn't be up until four o'clock dancing with trainers on. She just would not. She wouldn't. So, yeah, I think you're right. We are doing a lot better. Our attitude is, is younger. I certainly wasn't the oldest person there last night. I'm guessing 63, 64 was the oldest person there last night. Oh, wow. At a dubstep night. I mean, come Ooh. on. Ooh. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably don't even know what dubstep is, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, you do? I'm sorry. It, it, it's like someone took all of the worst noises of a jackhammer and a dentist drill and put them to beat music. It's, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much yeah. it. That's, that's how I hear it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're joining us tomorrow, is that? Uh, it would appear so, yes. <gasps> awesome. awesome. That's going to be good. Yeah, I've got a... You haven't said what it is, right? Is it, we're not talking about that, are we? At this point, is that such a big deal anymore? I don't think it's a big deal anymore. It was always so very secretive in the old days, but I think we can talk about the next one, can't yeah, we? Yeah, we're doing Casino. There you go. Okay. I, I blew it. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm... I mean, I did not like The Godfather, but I could appreciate that it was a good movie. I hated Goodfellas. Uh, did you really? So, yeah, I, I just I don't I don't dig the mob thing, so I think I might be in for a rough ride on this one. But oh. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it's it's good. It's got it's got like this bit where this guy gets his head in a vice, and this other dude gets buried alive, and all kinds oh. of things. It's really Nasty. quite upsetting. Nasty. But but quite a lot based on shit that actually went down. Do you know what? This film was actually, and it's not, I wouldn't say it's a particularly significant film for me, but it was the first time I ever heard the C word in a film. Really? Yeah. I can't think of it. It was the first, I heard it and it actually shocked me. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I thought, (laughs) I thought y'all like use that word all the time over there. No, I I didn't use that word a lot until I met Alison. <laughs> In fact, I didn't used to swear anything like this much as much as I do now. I used to be very well spoken and uh, <laughs> very intelligent sounding. And then sort of for some reason in the last sort of 8 or 9 years, I feel I've just I've been dragged down somewhat. I I don't know. That's terrible. You know what it is? I've I've <laughs> in every job that I've worked with, 
all my clients have sworn like dockers. I mean, like world champion swearers. People who can put seven fucks in one sentence and that sentence still makes sense. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good work. So my clients are like that and you have to find their language to talk to them as well. So I, I find myself swearing along with them and and that produces in turn a massive group of colleagues who also swear like this because that's how we communicate i have never heard any group of people swear (laughs) like drug workers honestly i've never heard that but there you all are and so that has rubbed off sometimes it's just no better word than fuck do you know what i mean (laughs) it's just not so it's how people communicate and that's that's I can be really me. good. That's I can great. be presented to mothers and everything. I'm ever so good in front of mothers. She can be. That, I mean, that's I've true. never sworn to your mum. And your mum said bastard. And <sighs> I, I've never sworn in front of your mum. I think when I'm she not there, my mum talks more like you. Well, she does. She does, yeah. You know. She said bullshit. Don't tell me these she things. She said I know. <laughs> Oh, that's shit. She's never said F. She's never said F, don't worry. I said well, that to her once. And it, just, it hung there in the air. It was, it was frightening. And no one said anything. We just moved on. Because I said it in a quick sentence about something angry. <laughs> it wasn't directed at her or anything like that. It was, I think we were both ranting about something somebody else had done. Yeah. So it kind of, I, I flew past it and just moved on. But I think we both knew it came out. It was there. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, see, I'm the potty mouth at work, and uh, I've I've kind of pulled back because uh, I'm used to being around stage technicians. I'm I'm I, you know I got into this teaching thing kind of mm. late in the game, mm. and uh, you know we stage techs tend to be just this side of dock workers ourselves, and, yeah. Uh, especially if the audience can't hear us, and yeah. if if I'm like if we're on like a closed headset circuit because you know we've got headsets backstage so yeah. we can all talk to each other, and some places. There's like speakers in the dressing rooms of the box offers and stuff, and we have to behave ourselves. But on on the the times where I've worked somewhere where nobody could hear us, oh my god, the filth! <laughs> oh, we are just terrible, and it, it's I mean it's hilarious. It's really hard when you're running a follow spot and laughing your ass off at the same time trying to keep the beam steady. But uh, so I get to I you know I become a teacher, and one of the first things I always say in my classes is, if anyone in here has a problem with language, let me know now, and I'll try to behave myself. <laughs> <laughs> the best approach <laughs> I, i'll try and rein it in i really will i really will and it, something was once said about me following a meeting uh, you know allison's great she'd be really really good if she swore a lot less <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help it if i thought something was bullshit i was gonna say so i just can't <laughs> hold it back sometimes why and why i knew everybody sat around the table we were all comfortable with each other. Why do I have to rein in the fucking swears? Because I'm in the <laughs> meet. Don't make sense. Have you seen what's going on in this chat room? No, not at all. What you are said, they doing? You said there? the C word, and they've just gone crazy about what that's, that C word might be. It's a thesaurus in, in action here. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I just meant cunt. What the fuck is conk bag? <laughs> what is conk bag? I need a definition of conk bag. Because I want to use that word. I'd like for Cumbria to become a swear word. I like that suggestion. <laughs> Cupiscent. What the hell is this? <laughs> I, there's words here I've never seen. 
I can't cicada say should be a should be a swear word. Those damn things are annoying as hell. What's that? Sorry, cicadas. What, what Noisy. Cicada, yeah. It it's a bug. It's a, a a large brown or green winged kind of kind of. Uh, like a cricket. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But they're not, they don't have big legs. They're 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 kind of. Sh- uh, I don't. Uh, they're kind of like a, a, a an oval that's pointed at both ends. But they they are really 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 loud. Yeah. In fact, if if you've ever heard uh, on my show or sometimes when I, I call in later on in the summer, it'll you'll hear you'll hear this loud like high pitched buzzing in the background. It's all the fucking cicadas out there wow. just making all the noise. Louder than crickets. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because there's like thousands of them out there all making this noise. See, all this creepy shit you makes see, my skin crawl. This it is really what does. I, it, I, we can't uh, live where you live. I can ever. never. We, we do have quite a quite a few BCs. I had to kill a freaking roach in the bathroom this morning. I hate, uh, I hate them enough as it is. And when I say roach, I'm not talking like your place is filthy and you got those German cockroaches. No, These are the, ones the big they on your fucking house. Like, exactly. I've yeah. moved it. What are you doing here? Like, I live here. I know you fucking do. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Horrible. And yeah. you guys have those big things. I don't know what they're called, but they're horrible. And and they're they're oval, but kind of white beige colored, and they have millions of legs. Um, I've hmm. I've seen pictures of those things, and they freak me out. I am quite upset by thinking about all these things. If I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> I mean the most we have to deal with is right spiders that two inches across at the most, I guess. Most of our most of the big spiders down here are pretty harmless. Um, Don't they, they, they look no, scary. No, I, I, I put it to you: there is no such thing as a totally harmless spider. <laughs> <laughs> they all want to suck the soul out of your eyes. They do. <laughs> That's why they exist. Hate them, and and the behavior it, it's their locomotion I despise. Mm. That that's ugh. yeah. Did I ever tell you about the, the big banana spider I had to deal with in my car the one time? What is that? In your car. In okay. my car, yeah. I'm, I'm this, Googling this was when banana I lived in North, spider. Yeah, this is when I lived in North Carolina. Um, I had left, it was summer, and I left the, the windows open overnight. And I had backed into my driveway, so I didn't, I, I just drove to work and, and had, had to back up. And then at lunchtime, I, w- I went to, to go to lunch and I had to back up and I turned around and this banana spider had spun her web across the entire backseat of the car. Shit. And uh, it was kind of like, oh, you're a really gorgeous spider, but there is no fucking way you're staying here. Hell and so no. I drove across the street to the gas station, the, the, the car wash and got the, you know, the, the car vacuum cleaners they've yeah. got there. Do y'all have those two or coin operated yeah. vacuum? Okay. It'll, you know, suck the paint off your car if you're not <laughs> yeah. careful. I felt the spider going down the, to- oh, yeah. the hose. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how big this thing was, and I felt bad because it's. I mean, it's a gorgeous spider. It, I try not to. You know, I have this uh, this um, kind of agreement with the with the spiders in the house. If they stay, in, if first of all, if they're small, <laughs> and they stay in the corners and eat things I don't like, like the mosquitoes and ants Allison, and stuff like that. Sorry, Allison's just showing me a picture of the particular spider that you're talking about. That human it's, hand-sized it's a spider. Human hand. Oh Jesus Christ! It, did you put a link in the in the the chat room? Let me get that. Up. I I'll feel better. I'm sat on the floor the... now. I, I'm not even happy sat on the floor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I know they're not here. I've been to the Everglades, and I've never been a place on Earth that more said 
fuck off you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live here. Fuck off. <laughs> if you don't get out of your car, just keep driving, human. Keep going. Go and see the giant fucking oh, mouse, no, that's, but that's, don't that's come a, here. That if, if uh, let me see. Oh. Just, oh. The okay. ants, the uh, you freaky fucking crabs that climb up trees. What the hell is that okay. about? Ad, 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 ad nefarious. That is not what I saw. And also, I think that's a misleading picture. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a banana spider, Allison. Yeah. 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 And that's about as big as they get. Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous animal. I, I kind of hated to kill it, but on the other hand, I wasn't going to let it get near enough to me to find out if those things are poisonous or not. I don't know. But, you know, uh, I, I really want to come to Florida one day, but I'm going to need to find a place that's hermetically sealed. Because <laughs> I'm not sleeping in a room that I don't trust. That one of them, oh, jeez, look at the fucking size of it. It's like a cheese. it It's massive. And they're just things that are there. <laughs> You know, that's, yeah. that's, it's no, getting one of those in your room here would be a, 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 a you'd have to call someone. Like just his yeah, abdomen Florida, is it's... like a, the size of a what's it. Yeah. A what's it? Yeah, the, what they call, um, cheese. Like Cheeto. The Cheeto. Oh, oh, okay. A bit fatter. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that upsets me. See, I, I could, I could live in parts of america but i get the feeling that the only bits i'd really be comfortable are the bits with a climate quite quite like here because there are plenty of bits with a, cl a climate quite like the uk and that would kind of ruin the point of it i don't want to move away from here to somewhere like here i want to move somewhere warmer where it rains significantly less yeah so it nice. would i think it would have to be very deserty i'd like to to live somewhere they have scorpions in the desert uh, but that's you see that's the <laughs> other problem <laughs> it's but just a different set of things that want to kill me <laughs> see at least we don't have scorpions here i don't have to deal with scorpions which makes me happy oh uh and and daniels uh there are no bugs at your parents place in palm beach because they're outlawed on palm beach <laughs> so. <laughs> they charge palm rent so they don't yeah. go Palm Beach is a whole nother world. It's, uh, I'm from West Palm Beach, which is adjacent to Palm Beach. Palm Beach is, we, they call it the island. And it's, boy, you, you, as soon as you cross that bridge, you know that you're in a place where you don't belong if your net worth is only six figures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably not go there. I felt like you, that at the win in Las Vegas. I felt you were like meant to feel like that at the win in Las Vegas. That that's it There's wasn't for you. There's a Ferrari store in there. You mm -hmm. know, you're supposed to deal with that. Even the cheap tables were like twenty and fifty dollars. What's going on here? This is so out of my world. I don't understand it. So the last time, well, the last time, the one time I was in Vegas. Uh, you all right? Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, something stuck in my throat. Um, I I was there in probably like ninety. 97 something like that uh and i remember going into the door of a casino and looking down and seeing a a, a logo just spinning on the floor mm. and i looked up to see the the lighting instrument that was casting that logo was what we call it's called a source for it's a it's an ellipsoidal reflector spotlight it's something we use a lot in the theater yeah but it's like it's a 250 dollars lighting instrument yeah and they were using it just to project their logo in front of the door where people walk. Yeah. 
You know, and that, I mean, granted, that's not a huge amount of money, but just the fact that that kind of chump, that, that's chump change enough to them to use an entire thing like that. As a normal with a thousand, bulb, Yeah, really. exactly. It, it, the, the wealth is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I was just agog at it all, really, and, and how mu- just how much had been spent on creating these mad copies of cities around the world. Mm-hmm. Caesar's Palace is the most outrageous use of money in the entire world, I feel. Well, we just need a few more Simply Everything subscribers, and uh, I'll get my <laughs> casino. Money you should lose. <laughs> <laughs> that will be it. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, now that the, the Star Trek experience is gone from there, I have no real desire to go back ever again, so... I, get, I was I at my casino. That, That's was, what I do. Was it open when you went? <laughs> it was, and it was absolutely awesome. <gasps> and the only thing that pissed me off, this was, of course, in the days before digital cameras, you young punks. Um, and I didn't own a, a camera of my own, so I brought a couple of, of disposable cameras, yeah. or you know, one-use cameras, yeah. and 90% of my pictures didn't come out. They shit them things, aren't they? Yeah, they I was are so pissed. So shit. They let far too much light in, and every shot's ruined and grainy. The thing is, mm-hmm. I bet you can now buy a very low end digital camera for not much more money than you could get your hands on a couple oh, yeah. of disposables for. Mm. You you can get like digital cameras for your kids for twelve bucks. Exactly, really yeah. good pictures. Yeah, I mean, that, that camera that you got me for Christmas, which I think is a lovely camera. Yeah, it's really great. And it was, how much? Was it like £110? Something or like that, maybe a which little is, more, but really not much more. I mean, you'd be pissed off if you lost that much money, but for a camera that takes really good photos. It was half the price of mine. Exactly. And taking better shots. Exactly. So, Cameras are just, and I, I think that would be the last individual camera that I ever own. Because I think now my next phone will be as good as, if not better. Because this phone nearly is anyway. Mike, I think the Borg 4D thing was there at the time. I, I, they had a, a, a motion simulator ride. I think it was Borg-based, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it, we are talking more than a decade ago. So. A long time ago. <laughs> See, now I'm caught up in the idea of running my own casino. and What would that casino be like? <laughs> Could I have a Star Trek-themed casino? Like, base it on Deep Space Nine. How awesome would that be? Um, would you have people probably? Like, dressed up yeah. like Morn and stuff like yes. that around the bar? Yes, I would. And there quark, would be someone cocktails. whose job it would be to sit at the bar dressed like Morn all the time. Saying nothing. He'd never speak. Mm. But I would... did have a drink at Quark's when I was there and, and had something to eat. See, it um, would be like that, but with the gambling and everything. Yeah, that was that was the thing. That, I mean, it, it was it was in one of the hotels. I forget which one, and it was adjacent to a to a, 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 a casino. But there was there was no gambling actually in the Star Trek experience. You couldn't like go to Quarks and and gamble or anything like that, which oh, kind of seemed odd. Oh, the, the show, the show would be what's his name, the hologram from Deep Space Nine, um, the singing dude. I forgot. His oh, name. Vic. 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 He would be the, the musical act. That, that's he's, he's still on tour, as far as I know. There you go. I would, wow. I would get him. <laughs> I met him once. Did you he's, really? He's really nice. Yeah, when I was at, when I was at, uh, down at FAU as, as, as a grad student, I was working in the, in the uh, university auditorium as a spotlight 
operator. Mm. Um, and oh, now I'm blanking on his on the actor's name. Um, I'm gonna look him up now. Help, help me out, chat room. You guys know who he is. See, now I thought uh, he was just an actor. No, he's he's a, he's a crooner from like the the uh, Dean Martin and and uh, you know Frank Sinatra days. There might um, be an upcoming episode of Make It So. I have to edit some of my own rubbish out of. <laughs> uh, Mike, yes, it was Susie Plaxon. I've seen the videos of her of her doing that, her emceeing the closing of Star Trek: The Experience. Um, oh yeah, that's it. James Darren, thank you. Emesere is correct. Um, uh, yeah, he was he was doing a concert, and we got to meet him. And I, I I was you know hi, Mr. Darren, how you doing? He's like, no, 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 call me Jimmy. Nice. And just nicest guy. I said, you were, you were on Star Trek, weren't you? Because I didn't want to just go all fanboy at him. Mm. And he was like, yeah, I was on DS9. I was like, man, I loved you. And we, we just chatted for a little bit. It was mm. really cool. Told me what he wanted from, from me as, you know, from, from the spotlight. And then did an awesome show. It was, it was oh, hilarious. Right. That's really halfway, cool. Yeah. Halfway through, his, through his, his, like he did like, not halfway through, he did like two or three songs in a row and then stopped to chat with the audience a little uh-huh. bit. And a bunch of girls in the audience suddenly yell out, we love you, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> And he and he was really cool about it. It's just really really nice guy. Oh, good stuff. Uh, I like it when you meet famous folk and their their sound. Yeah, yeah. I I always worry that somebody I I've I've always liked is going to turn out to be a dick. But I've gotten <laughs> yeah. real real lucky with that. Just about every the the, the closest anyone's come, and I'm not going to start dropping names like crazy here. But the closest anyone's come to dickishness, and and it wasn't even was uh, Robert Goulet. Uh, right. and, and then it was just, he was just all, he was just all business. He was just not, not friendly at all. He wasn't unfriendly. He was yeah. just, you know, all right, this is what I want. And now I'm going to go in my dressing room and tell the show. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that was perfectly fine too. Cause the guy was like 89 years old or something. <laughs> yeah. Just don't bother him. Yeah. <laughs> the guy struggles to piss straight, you know, <laughs> just don't bother him. <laughs> Although I have to say Kathy Griffin, you know who she is? Mm-hmm. The comedian. She is really, really scary up close looking. Is just, she? Ooh, scary ooh. looking yeah like what, like which wicked witch of the no just like not at all attractive Haggard. Haggard. yeah let's see a close-up like, shot then i believe is she it, went out with was for a while it's with a k isn't it I don't yeah know she I went know. out with was yeah fuck off <laughs> oh the man invented computers he can have any woman he wants <laughs> but she is freaking hilarious uh, oh, I, oh yeah i see what you're saying now yeah see i don't think i've met that many famous people at all, really. None um, of them have been bad. The the guy from League of Gentlemen was sort of like, oh, I'm on my phone, go away. Um, you know, but that was it. I wouldn't have... My, I, I, it, I met the Pen- singer Nick Kershaw when I was a child. That was fun. Pendulette was nice. Pendulette was nice. But then I could have lived with it if he wasn't, but he was thoroughly nice. And I was glad Leo was nice. That would have been devastating Leo if Leo lovely. hadn't been nice. But he was yeah. very nice. And and you got him in a in a a situation where it could have easily gone the other way. We were on his turf. Yeah. That wasn't like yeah. a public meeting. It was us and everyone that works for him. He could have talked to us like anything, and mm-hmm. that would have been it. But no, there was he was an extremely friendly person. Extremely friendly. Uh, I, I think Adam one Curry of my was extremely friendly. Who was sorry? <laughs> Adam Curry. Yeah, Adam Curry can... Doesn't he just happy anyone knows his name still? Um, well, no, he, he, he was very flirtatious. Do you know uh, I, Very flirtatious. I, I keep feeling I should email Adam Curry and say, dude, are you okay? You know, because <laughs> I don't think you are. 
Um, he's quite mad now, in my opinion. It, it's very strange. But he was I weird. The, 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 the cutest encounter I've ever had and, and it was Tito Puente. He, he played my theater oh. about six months before he died. Oh, really? And you want to talk about just your, your quintessential adorable old man. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he was just so just fun to be around. And then, you know, did a, a hell of a great show, too, for, you know, a guy who's 8,000 years old and is banging on marimbas for an hour and a half. He's yeah. just awesome. Um, well, that's that's yeah. pretty amazing. I, I like my job. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? really, really cool. I've got to say, it's, uh, it's something that I, I'd like a little more of in my life. It must be fun. Well, it, it's, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword, where, where, especially working in South Florida, where I did most of my, did most of my time, mm-hmm. is that you get some really big names, but you get them at the end of their careers. Yeah. Um, when they're just sort of winding down or you know, doing sort of the working vacation sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but they generally are because at that point in their career, they don't give a shit anymore. So they're not trying to impress anyone. They're not. They don't need all. You know, they've had all the uh, the accolades and adulation they can swallow, and so they're just there to to have a good time. Yeah. Um, although I did a I did a show when I was eighteen with uh, Joyce Dewitt. Do you guys know Three's Company? The, the show Three's Company. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. You seen it? I've seen. Three's Company, yeah, yeah, it was based on your show, Man About the House, if I'm not mistaken. It was indeed, yes. Um, the, the, it was, you know, it was John Ritter, and then, um, damn it, I'm blanking on names again. The blonde did the thigh master. Um, <laughs> was one of them on Masters of None a while ago? Um, I don't know. Um, Suzanne, Suzanne Summers, Suzanne Summers was the blonde, and Joyce Dewitt was the brunette. And right. I did a I did a show with her many many years ago now a production of uh, Anything Goes, oh, nice and stuff. and she hmm? great stuff yeah Fun yeah times. and and she was just a sweetheart just absolutely adorable I, the only thing I I wish is that I hadn't been this terrified little eighteen year old who wouldn't go up and talk to her yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. just too afraid to go up and say anything to her um, but well, she was just really cool I met provincial TV stars and things like that. Um, I was quite close to a few uh, theatre places. You know, we've got Bradford and Leeds have both got pretty big theatres. Mm-hmm. So you get um, people come in um, for days out when they're in a run close by or you get filming taking place in the village and that kind of thing. Or you get local celebrities. So um, when I was 12, I was working in a cafe and I managed to serve um, a member of the cast of Coronation Street he, he played a butcher mm. called Alf Roberts. I didn't know you'd met Alf Roberts. I met Alf Roberts because he only lived in Nabwood, just above Bingley, you know. Have you ever told me mum that? She'll. Oh, really? Well, she'll be, well, she'll be happy for me. No, probably no, not. I, I need to write this down. Lived just above Nabwood at Bing, <laughs> Bingley. If that isn't the most English <laughs> sentence I've ever heard on this show. It's Nabwood. Nabwood, not oh, Nabwood. Nabwood. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're not Californian. <laughs> Nabwood above Bingley. Yeah. I love your place name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bingley's just before you get to Saltaire, which is an entirely, it's a model town. It's one of a few in, in England that, um, that the entire town is has been made by the person who built the industry there. So in Saltaire, it was a huge um, textiles mill because mm. all, all the industry around here was textiles and wool. 
and uh, this guy was called Titus Salt, and the river that runs through it is the River Air, so he named the place Salt Air, and all the street names are members of his family. <laughs> it's really, it's a really cool place, but he was a temperate guy, so there was no drinking houses whatsoever. Oh wow! So even now, there's only one tiny pub, and it's called Fanny's Ale House, and it's the size of our living room. <laughs> it's small, <laughs> so yeah, that. So but yeah, Bingley, Saltair, and Shipley, with Shipley Glen, and you can go on the little light railway up at Shipley Glen. It's nice. <laughs> well, I I really hope that I can get get over there someday. It sounds like you guys live oh, in a really cool part of the country. It's very beautiful. Well, there's there's things things are still looking good for next summer. Oh, awesome! Uh, really good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We we may we're, we're we're we haven't been told yes, but we keep hearing that it's that it's most likely going to happen that we'll be taking a show to Edinburgh next Brilliant. August. Brilliant. Well, with any luck, by next summer. Edinburgh will still be in the same country as us. <laughs> yeah. We might need our passports to go up there. Have, have they had the vote yet? No, not I yet. I actually think it's September next year that they're talking about. So. Oh, okay. It's going to be a while. <sighs> no one wants it. No one wants it. It's funny. Why is it you happening? Know, you know, when they go around the streets with a, a microphone and ask the public, what do you think about Scotland separating from England? I don't fucking want that. We'll be fucking skint. <laughs> you know, Especially that, after that's last, the last week answer. with the Chancellor We've and his... We've got near fucking money. <laughs> the Chancellor of the Exchequer go, you know, we're not letting you have the pound, you know. Uh, you're going to have to really think this through. Uh, so, think on, Scott. I don't want them to go at all. I'm, I'm still hurt by this. It really is. It's it's like your girlfriend of a long time turning to you and going, I don't love you anymore. Like, what? I thought we were getting on all right. No? <laughs> I love Iron Brew. What's yeah. the problem? But we can still be friends. Like, no, if you're going, no, fuck you. Who was I saying think that's, that... that's becoming the attitude. You want it, if you want to go, Excuse you go, and we, we don't care. Who was saying the other day that they had a deep... Oh, was it Nathan? Yeah. Deep fried pie. Honestly, Nathan's just been to Scotland with his girlfriend and her family. And they went up to Loch Ness to a beautiful little village called uh, Fort Augustus. And uh, yeah, they went into a a chip shop and he ordered a pie. So he thought he was going to get pie and chips, as you would in in England. And, and, you know, maybe buy some gravy and peas to put on it or something. Um, But no. They they got a pie and they dropped it in the fryer, and that's how they cooked it. They they didn't batter it. That would have probably made more sense than than just <laughs> dropping a pie in a deep pat fryer. I don't I don't get it. I'm I'm done with that one. I think I, they they <laughs> they just saw the movie Doomsday with Rona Mitra, where we wall up Scotland because it's got plague, and they're like, well, if that's what you do, we wouldn't do that at all. We'd probably drop bombs on you, I would imagine. Wall's a massive construction project. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'd probably get us to do it. Yeah, you, uh, you guys <laughs> love doing shit like that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's, you come bomb, bomb them when they get played. <laughs> Not now. Hold fire there. <laughs> but should they get played? Oh, come running. Yeah, come on, have a go. 
It's great. <laughs> Gojira says that he's heard that they're going to put Scrooge McDuck on their bang nose. <laughs> they might as well. What are they going to do? I don't know. Well, they deliver book fast to kids at middle school in the little bottles, little quarter pint bottles of book fast every day for the kiddies. I just think you the know, wee bairns. The, the historical <laughs> implications of this. I mean, if it happens, that means David Cameron will be remembered for all of our future history, because he'll be the person who was in charge of of Great Britain when <laughs> Scotland left. Said, Fuck this shit. <laughs> We're off. If it doesn't happen, then he will not be remembered by anyone. It'll just be some insignificant <laughs> twat who was once prime minister. But if he does something this fucking stupid. Like, he'd lost Scotland. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> he'd lost an entire population. Just an entire country. I know it's a cold and wet bit, but it was quite pretty. And it's not like they were fighting or anything. Like, can we have a referendum? You go, no. And that's it. And he, he balls that up. <laughs> and so now he might be remembered for all time, for hundreds of years, as the daft twat who lost Scotland. And kids will have to sit in school looking at his grinning mug in history books <laughs> for hundreds of years. And it'll be perfectly accurate because there's high-quality digital photos of him. It'll never go away then. So I really hope they don't leave. Please don't leave Scotland just for that reason. <laughs> so can I ask you a, a sort of political question? Go for it. God, we I love was... political questions. <laughs> Let me just sharpen my knives. <laughs> I was very surprised at the uh, amount of passion on both sides when Margaret Thatcher died. Yes. Uh, I, w I was especially stunned at how many people were defending her. Yes, I was too. I was like, um, oh, you're not alive in the 80s then, you twat. <laughs> I mean, I, I really didn't have much of an opinion of her other than she's you know, inextricably linked with Reagan, who I couldn't stand. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, how, how did you guys feel about that? Well, um, we're from the north of England, so we hate her. With a passion. With a passion. Now, my father was grateful to her because as a police officer, his wages tripled overnight with her. She was really, really good to the emergency services in this country. She increased their wages overnight exponentially. They were very, very rich the day that she sorted that out for them. So there were, there's quite a few servicemen and women who will be like, yeah, she did a good thing, because their wages tripled. But where we're from, I'm, I'm from a mining village. That's what the occupation of every male who lived there was. He was a miner. My grandfather worked in a pit. Um, after he, he did his service at the coal face, he, he ran the bathhouses. Um, I'm, were your family miners? Did you have? My granddad was a miner. My great granddad was a miner. Many generations of mining. We're, we're talking entire villages and small towns, completely occupied by mines. In, um, in quite the same way that you talk about Saltaire, which is a, a town built around a, a uh, cotton mill. Yeah, a wool mill. A wool mill. Then in South Yorkshire, where I'm from, many towns are <coughs> built up around collieries and pits and mm. things like that especially in Doncaster and Sheffield well all over that area yeah. South Emsall, South Kirby, Minsthorpe all of that area it's what employed everybody it's certainly what kept shops open and put food on table for pretty much every family really 
you were an odd family if at least one person wasn't down the mines. My my grandfather loved there was odd because he drove a bus. Try not to imagine us all quite like El. Uh, what are the things from Lord of the Rings? Not elves. I wanted to say elves. Dwarves. Elves. Dwarves. We're not like dwarves <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Although we sound uh, a great deal like that. Yeah. <laughs> but what what she did systematically was shut them down and privatise the entire industry and start importing coal from other countries. And she didn't just shut mines, she shut towns. And these places are still devastated now. Shops boarded up and discount stores because everybody's on low income or no income because there's no jobs there. And that that was across the board. And the people who got hurt were the working class. So the working class hate her because she stole from us to give to her rich buddies and mm. broke everything that the country owned down into small bite-sized chunks and sold it all off. She sold our country. She may have gotten us out of financial difficulty following the 70s, but at what cost? And, you know, even little things like taking children's milk away was massive. She took the milk from children. Milk from children. You don't get more evil than that, surely. (coughs) So, yeah, she, she was all for private industry. So if you had wealth, you gained more. If you worked in a in a publicly owned company, forget it. You your life is in tatters. You're just taking it away from you. Hmm. And people paid less tax at all stratas, but particularly at top end. So the top end did get more money. And she was just she was just a really horrible woman. She hated feminism. She she certainly isn't the the female figurehead of strength that. Um, a lot of women are feeling empowered by. She hated women, really. She thought she had a dick. <laughs> she certainly compared had... to the guy that followed her, she really did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Reagan let her borrow his from time to time. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Terrifying woman. I mean, in terms of somebody ha- who has to go abroad and represent your country, you kind of—I would have had faith in her that she was getting a job done, and. Uh, yeah, so she was a very polarizing figure, and I think that people's attitude depends on very much where they come from, and the kind of family background that they're from as well. Yeah, if you were if you were middle class or above, then you you would have done okay. Things had got easier for you when Margaret Thatcher came along, but the people at the lower end of the social spectrum, the people who were just about managing to pay an overface mortgage. And that all, so many people See, lost their homes. I, I think that what a lot of people don't get, because they, you, can, you can bring out graphs and charts that prove that she was an absolutely brilliant prime minister. You can do that with no problem whatsoever. She made some I've improvements. I've seen many That's of them. A, I will concede she well, made some she, improvements. She, the thing is, for, a lot, for some people, she made a lot of improvements. And the economy did eventually sort of recover and, and things like that yeah but, she taught but, us to be greedy but she did it with an attitude of well we can do all this good stuff but we're gonna have to fuck off all these really poor people so is everyone okay with that good okay go and so it got better but unless you were, <coughs> if you were poor 
then it, it really did not get better and things got much worse and you got poorer and have stayed very poor. I mean, one thing um, I am gra- very grateful to her for was introducing needle exchange schemes to um, limit the spread of HIV and AIDS. But apocryphically, she basically said that she was scared that that might get to her family. You know, she apparently asked someone, could that get to my children? And they said, well, yes, it could, yeah. And, uh, right, well, we need to fund that uh, to, to not happen. So needle exchanges were born during her reign. I'm going to call it a reign. She thought she was fucking Queen Bee. Um, so, yeah, she, she did some undeniably really good things, but she was undeniably not a nice woman and, and did many, many bad things to, to the poorer people, the ones that she really didn't like very much. Not unlike our Congress over here, actually. Is it that bad? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're well. <clears throat> I well yeah yeah. I think so. I think that uh, I I'm probably not the best person to <laughs> to comment on this. Yeah, not super happy or fun. Sorry, uh, but we're we're Nefarious. definitely in a yeah. We're 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 certainly in a fuck the poor cycle mm. over here. Yeah. Uh, especially when the when when the 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 bottom dropped out of the economy. Yeah. Uh, and you know all the rich were, you know they were fine. Yeah. You know oh dear their income went down a little bit. They were yeah. They were so fine. their stock options dipped slightly. Yeah. Um. But you know all of this too big to fail and you know other bullshit and and uh, you know you got people un unprecedented numbers of foreclosures and yeah. and just people, people being kicked out of their homes. Yeah. People have a stretch when times are okay, and they get encouraged mm-hmm. to as well. Yep. But, you know, your drug laws out there are designed to keep very poor people locked up for the rest of their lives. And I I think we're finally seeing some cracks in at least the marijuana laws. I think uh, nobody should be going to prison for twenty five years for marijuana. Yeah, I know. Um, it's just the wrongest thing. A quarter of the world's prisoners are locked mm-hmm. up on U.S. soil. That's incredible. Incredible. It, yeah, it, and it's stupid. But no, none of it makes sense. <clears throat> Criminalizing poor people, it's a terrible thing. Well, it, it makes sense if, and, and I have absolutely no information to back this up, this is just my guess, but it seems to make sense that the drug cartels have a vested interest in keeping things illegal, and of course they do, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of drug money in Washington, so... A wash, absolutely a wash. <laughs> I mean, we had HSBC. That's a huge bank. They were laundering billions of dollars of drug mm-hmm. money every year, and they knew. They yeah, knew. it's a terrible thing. It funds everything. It's funny if it were just switched off globally overnight. It would be amazing, you know. Yes, people who were criminals already would find something else criminal to do, but. At least they won't be able to kill people. We'd all be so battered, no one would give a well, shit. Well, exactly. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Well, the thing is, you, I mean, look at look at uh, at the Netherlands, and uh, you know, well, you've you've talked about this before. How, yeah. yeah, there'll be a spike in usage after it's if it's after it's no longer illegal, and then it'll settle down again. It will. Yeah. Uh, Portugal <laughs> did this in two thousand and one. And, uh, yeah, it was a little spike of people going, oh, I might try that then. And then mm-hmm. it, it's, it's all on the decline now. 
people in Amsterdam kind of see their dad smoking weed and think, Dad's a bit sad. I'm not fucking smoking weed. Look at him. It's boring. But because they've separated the drug markets out, nobody then goes from smoking a, a joint to wanting some heroin. So yeah. the, the two markets are completely separate. I, I just yeah. love how the people who think that drugs should be illegal because if they're not, people will take them. Just, <laughs> I, I love how little they've thought that through. Really? Like the only thing you, with, with, say, Rick here and his wife and their, their young daughter, like the only thing standing between them and shooting up is, <laughs> is the legality of it. Yeah. Like everybody like, that's you've it. ever like met who's taken a drug. On Friday night, honey, it's legal. I'll get the syringes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. going to happen. I got the recipe for crack cocaine off the internet. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, to be honest, this Christmas I went. I went back up to, uh, we, you know, we went up to Mississippi to visit my my in laws, and I went over to Louisiana to the town we lived in for three years to visit some friends mm. and uh, former students of mine, and and they started passing a joint around, and I was like, all right, sure. It's been years, yeah. and I didn't particularly care for it. I, uh, you know, I did. I didn't stop smoking because of the law or guilt or anything. I just got bored with it. Exactly. And, and that once happens. I was. Yeah, and once I was stoned again, I was like, yep, it hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When's that pizza getting here? Yeah, um, is anybody getting Twixes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a honeymoon period in life, uh, but mm-hmm. people de- demonize it so much <laughs> and fail to realize that the reason why people die from drugs is because they're illegal and they've been adulterated and cut with all kinds of things that... We wouldn't tolerate in any product on the market that we buy. Um, but, and then people, oh, so many people in Mexico die every year because of these crazy laws. We just all save so much money overnight. It'd be ridiculous. We could start giving kids a quarter of a pint of milk a day again. Mm-hmm. £13 billion pounds a year is wasted in the UK. Crazy. And now we have kids with brittle bones. Bad <laughs> we do. <teeth. laughs> Bad teeth. Terrible. Yeah, we take a mi- the milk away and give them a Coca-Cola instead. They probably don't even know How milk comes from cows That's anymore. child abuse. That's yeah. child abuse. I haven't had a Diet Coke in three months now. Oh, well done. I don't feel any better for it, but I'm not But you'll it live anymore. longer. It's as simple as that. <laughs> You've gained two years. It's all good. Oh, you know, there is one good thing that came from that, from my, my prolonged illness. Um, I've, I've cut my, I was drinking two huge mugs of coffee every morning, but while I was, while I was sick, I didn't really want to encourage things anymore. (laughs) So I I cut myself back to, to just having one, just to uh, avoid the caffeine withdrawal. It's like taking cocaine and getting in a Formula One car. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and I've stayed it. I've I've stayed there. I'm only having one cup of coffee in the morning now. Good stuff. And uh, yeah, so well, a little bit of benefit there. I'm down to one coffee and two cans of coke during a, a podcast. <laughs> well, sometimes I have one in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. We have we have a. Are you, are you familiar with the Keurig coffee makers? Keurig. The it it's like it make, you use little cartridges and you make one. It makes one cup at a time. I'll kind of know something like that. Yeah, we've we've got uh, similar things over here. Tassimo yeah. and. Nes- yeah, Nespresso. 
I, I, a friend of mine who is rather wealthy uh, has one. It was the first time I saw it was a couple of years back, and I was like, oh, posh, you know, coffee maker. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. And how, how much is it? 150 bucks. Yeah, like I'm ever going to buy one of those. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, it was cool, but I just couldn't justify spending that kind of money on a coffee machine or a coffee maker. And then uh, we got one at work or in, the, in the, the, the departmental office, they got one. But it's a bit of a walk away from our from our department. It's you know, so it's like if you want to go get a cup of coffee, it's free, but you've got to hoof it across, you know, over to the other side of campus, pretty yeah. much. And so we all decided. Well, not we all, the two of us that drink coffee out of the four of us in the department, we're like, do you guys mind if we buy one for the, you know, like, no, go ahead. So we got one, and I am so in love with that thing. Yeah. That our 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 drip coffee maker a few years back finally died. Yeah. And I was like, uh, honey, we need a new one anyway. So <laughs> we had just gotten our, our tax return. Do they work okay, <laughs> these pod things then? Because yeah. I've never and, had and, one. Well, and it, the great thing is you can, you can buy the, pre, the pre-packaged little cartridges. Mm. And then it's kind of expensive because mm. it's like a box of 12 costs almost 12 bucks. So you're paying a dollar, about a dollar for a cup of coffee. Get out of town. But they make little refillable cartridges that you can put your own coffee I in. I like that idea. And like I, we, we get the, the, um, I think it's like a, I don't know how much it is. Big, big can of, of a plastic bin of Folgers coffee. Yeah. And I, I was keeping track of it. I wanted to see how much we could get out of a, out of a pot, out of a thing. And I stopped counting at 50 cups and we weren't even halfway through it yet. That's really good. Yeah. So. That's really good. See, I, I love our coffee machine. It's really good. I've got to say, I really do like it. Like, if you had to play this game, right, imagine there's a man coming to the house and he's going to remove one electrical item. Oh, no, he's not having the coffee machine. He's not. (laughs) can take the sandwich toaster. Oh, yeah. There's a load of, there's a world, I'm sure everybody's kitchen has got that dark, dark cupboard (laughs) that is never, ever gone into (laughs) that has George Foreman grills and sandwich makers. No, that piece of shit. And and things that cook with hot air. What I found I I use my George Foreman grill all the time. I love it. What I found with that, I think it's because I'm such a fucking foodie. It's ridiculous. It really Uh, is getting stupid now, yes. When you cook on a George Foreman grill, the point is it's going to take the fat away, right? Yeah. Well, I'm a foodie. I want the fat in. It's supposed to taste (laughs) nice. I'd rather do some more workout than eat the fat, than not eat the fat. So uh, I tell you what I was doing. I was propping it up so it was no. level. Like, no, don't drain away. I fucking want that, right? And the point is then, so you're like, well, these ridges are just not getting hot enough to seal it in so I, I can have all this within instead of just oozing out everywhere. So I just threw it away, really. <laughs> Go back to my searing hot skillet. That's how I like my meat cooked. Let's not mess about. <laughs> now, the waffle maker is shoved in the back of the cupboard. My, my, my wife asked for a waffle maker for Christmas one year. Yeah. And we used it once and it made such an ungodly mess. <laughs> They're terrible, aren't they? Yeah. I, I just let other people make waffles. That was just so much easier. Yeah. It's too difficult. <laughs> There's no point. People get burnt. Animals die. I'd give up the Xbox before I gave up the coffee machine. Really? In fact, that was what I identified as my box I'd most willingly lose. Your Xbox, really? Yeah. As things stand at the moment. Well, it's not the fridge, is it? I mean, imagine that. That's ludicrous. (laughs) It can't be the TV or the Skybox. I want the Blu-ray player to watch James Bond Blu-rays on. And the Apple TV. (gasps) 
Speaking of James Bond, I finally saw Skyfall. Oh, what did you think I... of Skyfall? Fucking awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm not enough of a Bond connoisseur to be able to say it's the best one, but it's certainly the best Craig one and definitely has to be up in the top five. I, yeah, I, I agree. Definitely. I personally think it might be the best one, but I, I'm aware it's a very subjective thing, and, and especially with the Bond films, people apply a lot of criteria to what they would well, deem to be the best one. Yeah, it's, but, it's hard to compare like a 70s Roger Moore Bond film to a you know, Skyfall, because they just completely different sensibilities, but, uh, but still, yeah. I mean, especially after that piece of shit that Quantum of Solace was. Yeah. That, that one was awful, but Skyfall, I loved every minute of it. The, the only problem I had with it is a uh, bit, bit of a spoiler, folks, so clever your ears if you haven't seen it yet, but it's not that big a deal. When, when they killed the girlfriend, yeah, and she just went from being this sympathetic character to a prop that they just sort of discarded Horrible. for a joke. Horrible. Uh, that, that bugged me, because it was like nobody even blinked. She and, was so worthless and so ill-treated in that role. I just, oh, it made me angry. Yeah. Really made me so angry. Don't, don't, don't go here again. Don't, don't. <laughs> he enjoyed the all, film. All the of film that. All good. of her. From the beginning oh, go, of seeing her see. to the, the, the moment that she falls down. Yeah. We are given this sold short story. It's horrible. All of it horribly written but wasn't ralph fines good he was he was amazing yeah and, and isn't it exciting right at the end when he's m yeah and stuff spoilers there <laughs> major spoiler come on, if you man. haven't seen skyfall yet now come on even well, maris and, has seen it now well and you know what one of the, the, <laughs> the, the says you're the last one <laughs> i'm the last right? one yeah. it's fine <laughs> the uh the uh, my greatest <laughs> tribute i can pay to judy dench is that it was, I think, maybe a third of the way through the film when I suddenly realized, oh, that's right, that's Judy Dench. Really? In, instead of going, oh, Judy Dench is doing great as M, it was like, oh, that's right, Judy Dench is playing M. She just so disappears into the role. Yeah. That just, you know, that blew me away when I had that, oh, wow, yeah. And then I went, oh, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. First turn. She is good. I, it's almost a shame to lose her, but... I, I'm, I'm still kind of surprised that they carried her forward from the last incarnation of the films. I think they gave you her know, a good send-off, though, didn't they? She got a, a lot of time in yeah. this one. She got to spend more time with James. So it was like a, a last hurrah for, Oh, it was a major for, role for the in this partnership. Um, they've never kept her on the side. I mean, M, towards the end of, of the other, the, the older ones, You'd see him for 30 seconds at the beginning as he explains to James Bond what he's doing. Yeah. And that's it. That's him in the film. Done. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. Judy Dench, they kept her in all the way through. Mm -hmm. They used her a lot. Yeah, Especially did. in yeah. the Daniel Craig ones. And you, you can do that happily with someone like Judy Dench. But yeah. At the same time, I, I really hope that these carry on like that because it, it blew me away. What did you think yeah. of Q? Uh, I, I was just going to say, I was, I was kind of disappointed that, that uh, John Cleese didn't come back, but mm. uh, I think they did, they, they did a good job with the new guy. He's going to be great. Yeah. He's really, really good. He's been in a few TV dramas over here. He's great night, actor. Emily, love you. Night, night, darling. <laughs> night, Traco. Sleep tight, babe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, actually, you know what? It, I've been talking to you guys for an hour and five <gasps> minutes, and I've and I've got a three-hour movie to watch. Oh my god! <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, <laughs> got to squeeze that in at some point. <laughs> but and, well, so we'll speak to you tomorrow then. Indeed. When we're um, recording movies, you should see live at seven p.m. GMT. This will only be my second ever movies you should see. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What was your last one? The remember that one where at the last minute you were like, I need a bunch of people to talk about and I don't remember what movie it was. It was I think uh um I think was Jason on there? And uh I don't remember this at all. Oh, hell. I don't remember which one it, it was it was last year. Um We didn't do one last year. Or maybe it was two two <coughs> years ago now? There was one where you would you were it was like I need, you know, who wants to come on and talk about this movie? And it was one that I'd happened to have seen. And God, I can't remember what it was now. Um, I but you know. had a bunch I of us podcasters. That might have been a life-changing moment for you, Rick, and you might have remembered. <laughs> Jesus. You had a bunch of us podcasters on. It was me and, and uh, <laughs> I think one of the masters was on. Was on it I and, wasn't on it. Oh, I know. No, I think there. I remember this now. Oh, yeah. I, I remember Don't rely on, something I wasn't like there. It. You were both there. Goodness me. <laughs> I, I feel compelled to look it up. I'll I'll get to it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it happened. I'll just quickly navigate our new so website. It, it wasn't with, a real movie you should see there, was it? It wasn't like no, I wasn't there, even, so. No, you weren't there, so it was, just you know, doesn't count. We were just barely muddling along. Exactly. <laughs> well. <laughs> God, our website's so slow on my iPad tonight, Alison. It is pretty slow. It needs, oh, I hate this. Need speeding up. I'll do something about that. Okay then. Well, thank you right. for calling and saving me earlier. My pleasure. Always, always <laughs> glad to help out when I can. Well, on behalf of Shaft, have a wonderful birthday. Thank you very much. I, 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 I hope you have fun times. And I do too. And get something <laughs> real nice cooked for you. That would be good. <laughs> Actually, just cooked for me is I, I'm happy with that because yeah. I do all the cooking here. So. <laughs> just, just cook for I don't give a shit who it is. Just yeah, somebody just order a pizza. I don't care as long as I don't have to go near the stove except yeah. to pick it up. I'm cool. Yeah, and incidentally, good. I think the episode you're referring to is movies you should see two five two, entitled the Simply Syndicated Special. All right. And all the episode description says is uh, you've got to listen to this. This week we present to you. An incredible range of simply syndicated presenters to join in with the movie-based fun. There you go. March 21st, 2011. There you go. Okay, maybe it wasn't one specific film. Maybe it was like a genre or something. I I don't know. I might listen to it. (laughs) I'm not really going to. I didn't think you would, but that's okay. (laughs) I might, though. Okay, you'll have to tell us what it was tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'll pass it on. Alrighty, folks. I will speak to you tomorrow then. (laughs) Take care. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. We've done the East Coast now. The East Coast. Yeah. I feel like we've done a good job. That was a long call. It was. We've got time for one more, I think. Don't see why not. I I don't see why not. I'm so glad he called him. (laughs) Honestly, Alison, I'm like a... a, What am I trying to say? (laughs) Something that stuff falls through quickly. Shit, shoot. Classy. Classy. That was, pretty... was not ever what I was going to say. I have never said this is this in a like second I... is going to be the first time I've said the words shit, shoot. <laughs> I've never said them before either. I might have said poop, shoot before. 
But that's that's quite yeah. gross. Yeah. You put a gross. thing, yeah. I know. I don't know you what's wrong with me. Thing. I don't think I don't. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I've been poisoned by something, and it's not <laughs> been bad enough that it's been really bad food poisoning, but it's been some food poisoning. That's what I think has happened to me. I, I feel bad. I'm poorly. I need sympathy. A water slide. Yes, that's quite fast. A fast it's, water slide. Especially one of those kamikaze ones that are like nearly vertical. You know the ones. The ones where you, your swimming trunks go, your butt crack. <laughs> just completely disappear. Yeah. You're like naked with just like a postage stamp of, of fabric sticking out of your bum hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what and my Three broken like. bones. Yeah. And a Spanish boy on your head. That's it indeed. Yeah. I've been there. A Spanish boy on your head? Yep. I'll not ask, actually. I didn't get out of the pool quick enough. This little right. kid followed me and uh, landed on my head. So, All right, okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> runny death. Do you have runny death disease? I might well do. I just have you an old lady. What gives you the fucking notion that you can dance all night, itis? What does give you that notion? Because <sighs> I can kick it. <laughs> well, there's that saying, you're only as old as the man you feel. Well, exactly. But so. in your case, that probably works to your disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel much, much older. <laughs> Closer to retirement age, though. So, you know, that's something to look forward to. No, it just, it's just fun to me. Dancing is fun to me, and I knew I needed to dance because I've I've been washing up with my big fat headphones on and dancing to Chicago House while I do the pots and shit. And I knew it was building up, and I thought I've got to, got to sort this out. You see, it's just it's got to be done every you now and again. You needed to dance; it's good. You've got to be free. Get to be free and lark about <laughs> and shit like that. You know, you've got to do these things. I know. So, and that was that was the kind of place that I've been in for a long, long time. The last time I was in a place like that was probably about two thousand and one in Birmingham. What was that noise? I don't know, but I used to go to a, a place called House of God in Birmingham. It was a techno night, and you could guarantee at about three o'clock the shirts would come off, and the boys would just be like just punching the air for another f- few hours, and it was like that last night. Three o'clock, shirts came off, punching, and sweat. I've never done that. Sweat and black light. I've never taken my shirt off in a club, you know. No, neither have I. But the the lady we were out with last night did. (laughs) That's a prerogative. Far be it from me to complain about women taking their shirts off. Exactly. I'm an equal opportunities nakedist. (laughs) Nakedist. So that's that's fine. Did you take yours off? No. You should have done. <coughs> You're right there. Is it one of those it's caught you? I think it's a hair. Remember if you choke, you have to live long enough for me to watch an instructional YouTube video on the Heimlich <laughs> Maneuver. You do. Have a drink. Have you got a drink? Drink it. There you go. Headphones and everything. I'm getting stuff through. Yeah. And back around. I do apologize. There you go. Well, I, I think it's time we <laughs> called time on this show tonight. Thank you. For One thing the, I will oh, say. Oh, go on. 
I didn't need to take my top off last night because I was already a bit on fire. You know, my, my hair extensions. Yeah. They react under black light. So my head looked fucking awesome. And there was no need to get the bod out. You had the head. I already had the head. Is this the bit where you tell me how many men hit on you over the course of the evening? Not one. This always comes up like a day or two after a, a night out or something. Or it's always, Oh, yeah, and this guy shouted this at me. And, yeah. Not one. Not one the other night. That's, that's more neon in your hair then. Clearly. I guess. Something like that. I meant that. business. My T-shirt said, uh, dance to your own beat. And I had uh, some uh, 1989 classic girl of pink satin high tops on. I, I meant business. You did? I, I can't argue with that. I bet <laughs> you were a formidable force. Oh, I was. Yes, I was. I really was. Mashing it up. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> it's been fun to do this show for you tonight. I didn't set my hair and on fire again. No, none of that. It was just glowing, like, under black light. It was amazing. And I've got, they're purple at the minute. So I just had these purple, like, UV head. It was awesome. I honestly can't recommend that enough. It was fun. Cool. Well, the chances are you might be listening to this show on Simply Everything. You might not be as well. If you're not, go and check out Simply Everything. There's loads of these shows that have never been podcasts. Loads of other stuff. Make it so's back. <laughs> if you're listening Mark to me Farina. live... Mark Farina. I love Mark Farina. If you're listening to me live, desperately trying to do an end of a show... I'm sorry. I've just seen what Nancy said. And God, yes, we just tear it up, girl. We... Oh, yeah. Then go and help us out, support this network, and help us make even better stuff for you, because on Simply Everything, we have gen- we're making such good stuff now. We really I'm are. I'm so pleased with the stuff we've got coming I'm out soon. I'm having such good fun. You know, Remote the- Patrol. Remote Patrol is just such good stuff. The new movies you should see is fantastic. We've been talking about Prime Suspect on that recently. Make so. It So's coming back tomorrow, probably, or the day after, or something. So go and check out Simply Everything. It's only four ninety nine a month, and it helps us out so much. It's not just helping us out now. That's what we're doing now. Like, we make stuff and we sell it to you, and that, that, that's the price that it is, you see. And yeah. there's no adverts. There's no shit like that to put up with. It's all just so much better than podcasts. Go and check it out. Uh, I think that's everything for now. If you want to email us, we get such little email for this show. I, I don't know why. But the, the email address is superhappyfuntime super at simplysyndicated.com or use the contact form on our lovely new website. I can't think of anything else. Alison, do you want to talk about another DJ briefly? Yeah, just Nancy's brought up two of my favourites, you see. She's talked about Derek Carter and, um, and Mark Farina. And I've got to tell you, because I've, I've been listening to a lot of Derek recently, and one of his tracks in particular... It's really sweet, and I played it to Richard at about 7 o'clock this morning, and he was quite upset by it, because it sounded weird. It's called Friends, and it's on the uh, Mo Shit, and you should hear that track. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, that's everything. (sighs) Thank you for listening, everybody. Back next week with another show. Night, everyone. Love you, big lots.